0: Hello and welcome to Commander Cody Podcast, Episode 7. I'm your host, Cody Gallat. Please join me every Monday for Star Wars news, theories, and a ton of fun. Let's jump into the news roundup. Story number one, J.J. Abrams has it covered. First story comes via ET Online. They sat down with the director of Episode 9, J.J. Abrams. Here's what he had to say, quote, No, I think that every movie is its own movie, Abrams said. Obviously, this is a trilogy, but we brought to the movie, all the passions and hard work that we would have no matter what. I think that the story speaks for itself, End quote. He also talked about Billy Dee Williams. Quote, I met him once before and he was such a sweet guy, but I've got to tell you, I have such unbelievable respect for him. We had a great time and he was wonderful. Everyone on set, he just had this aura around him. He's really an incredible man and an incredible actor, End quote. So my thoughts on that are, everything's wrapped We should be getting more details. A lot of people speculate that we will get a trailer and title reveal in April. So it's just really hitting home that it's almost the end of February, so it's almost March. The film's going to come out in December. I'm super excited. Episode 9 is the final chapter in the Skywalker saga, they've said at least. It's going to be really interesting to see how J.J. wraps it up, what questions are going to be answered, what questions might still remain. Because if it's one thing I know from watching Lost and other productions that J.J.'s created. Sometimes he doesn't answer everything fully to how you think it should be answered. I'm very curious, but I I have faith in him. I I love The Force Awakens, and I honestly like The Last Jedi. It'll be kind of nice to see how he kind of plays off those previous two films and see how he ends the Skywalker story. Story number two. I want a show, too. Star Wars news net.com is reporting on Obi-Wan TV series could be coming to Disney streaming service. We've heard that there was a Obi-Wan film in the works and a lot of people think, you know, Ewan McGregor was going to be in that and it was going to was under development. But when solo didn't do too well in the box office, it seems like Lucasfilm kind of shut down a lot of their spinoff series movies, but now there's a potential that it might come back as a TV series, which I think is even a better idea. With Game of Thrones, House of Cards, Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, these television shows are able to tell a much deeper story sometimes. I feel like when you're trying to delve into a character, and I think a limited series for Obi-Wan would be great, even if it was one season, six to ten episodes. You know, a movie is usually two hours, three hours at the most, and... If we were able to get six hours, ten hours of this character, I think that would be a great chance to dive into him. And I think it would be really interesting to see his interactions on Tatooine. And even though it was shown in Rebels, I would love to see a live-action version of him finding Darth Maul. And then just seeing what other kind of trouble. And maybe he even leaves the planet and fights darth vader again so there's a lot of possibilities and i'm really excited and i hope the rumor slash report is true and we get you know more details hopefully maybe at celebration in april all right that's it for the news now it's time to move to star wars in review in this section i review toys tv shows comics games anything star wars related this week i got my hands on star wars han solo imperial cadet i got issues one through three the series covers three-year time period when Han joined the Imperial Academy. In the first issue, we see some of the scenes from Solo film as Han and Kira are trying to escape Corellia, and we see how kind of that goes, and then he immediately joins the Empire. We get to see Han go through basic training in the mud and the muck, And it reminded me my days in the army and my basic training so that was kind of a good memory callback for me personally han is kind of fed up with like you know the training and being bossed around so he tries to steal or he does steal a tie fighter and he's flying it very well and he causes other ties to crash but the flight instructor is able to shoot him down and then that kind of ends issue one issue number two we see han sitting in a jail cell on the verge of execution but the commanding officer and the flight instructor gives him another chance because of han's skills as a pilot we see han not really caring about his classroom training and lessons but he excels with the practical flying during an exercise instead of completing the objective he saves one of his classmates the commanding officer notes that han solo might be one of the best pilots empire has ever seen issue number three opens with han and his squad are kind of demoted to hauling a freighter and cargo and the other cadets to another mission. But Han is able to get the engines working faster. They are running a day early, so Han suggests they go to a casino ship because he wants to give his team a good time for causing them trouble. His real motive, though, is to find someone who works for Lady Proxima and see if Kira is still alive. Han is able to locate that person that he's looking for, but he finds out that Lady Proxima has put a 200- credit bounty on his head this kind of causes some issues but they're able to escape and overall the team had a great time on the uh the casino ship and one of the things i enjoyed was one of his classmates getting married actually just after meeting someone for an hour overall i'm really enjoying the comic it has some good art and i'm enjoying kind of getting some more backstory on han solo i really enjoyed solo and i think i almost enjoyed it i would put han solo above rogue one for sure i don't think i would put it over Last Jedi or Force Awakens, but to me, it's definitely like an A-plus type movie. I enjoyed the aesthetic and just the overall story. So I'm looking forward to, there's two more issues in the limited series run for this comic. I can't wait for issue number four and five. All right, time for the main topic of the show, Admiral Akbar. During the Clone Wars, Akbar served as a captain of the Mon Calamari Guard, Protecting and counseling Mon Calamari's young Prince Lee Char. Akbar ser- served alongside Lee Char as Mon Calamari forces fought Separatist Aligned Quorn, but his greatest service to the planet was helping Lee Char become a strong leader. A generation later, Akbar led the Alliance Starfleet, carefully avoiding all out confrontations with the Empire and keeping the rebels a step ahead of their pursuers. But when Bothan spies revealed that the Emperor was personally overseeing the construction of the second Death Star on Endor. Akbar realized a showdown loomed in the Galactic Civil War. Akbar oversaw the rebel attack, coordinating with the Starfleet operations led by Lando Calrissian and Wedge Antilles. When he realized that Endor was a trap, his first response was to retreat. But Calrissian pursued him to that the rebels had to buy more time for the commandos trying to destroy the Death Star shield generator. Akbar threw his ships against the Imperial fleet, appalled by the loss of life. Delaying tactic was ultimately successful, and Calrissian and Antilles destroyed the Death Star. Akbar was eventually promoted to Grand Admiral, and he led the New Republic's fleet against the Fragmenting Empire. The Mon Calamari won many victories, culminating with the Imperial defeat at Jakku. Akbar retired to his homeworld a hero, but was called back into service when lay Organa's resistance as they tried to stop the threat of the First Order. Akbar aided the Resistance in evacuating their base on Dakar. He ordered ships to hyperspace to escape the First Order. The First Order fleet pursued the resistance and initiated an attack on the bridge of their main cruiser, causing all occupants, including Akbar, to be blown out into space and killed, leaving General Leia Organa as the sole survivor. Admiral Ackbar is one of my favorite characters as a kid because I think, you know, Return of a Jedi is probably one of my favorite films of all the Star Wars movies. I would definitely put it in my top three. It kind of fluctuates and it probably will continue because they're gonna probably never stop making star wars films so i hope the next one's better and better but as a kid return of the jedi was my favorite and i just loved how his design and he he looked like a real alien i mean i still think the effects that even to this day it's like that kind of practical almost like a mask puppet effect where his eyes look wet and the the jowls and everything. So, he's a really interesting looking character and I just love how the resistance and the, and the um rebels were made up of not just humans, they were made up of all the aliens that inhabited the galaxy. I just love the character. Some complain that he kind of went out not good, but you know, sometimes war is not graceful. People die all the time unfortunately in combat and it's not a heroic death. It's not like saving and ryan the real world people die you know that's it so i I feel like he had a, a a warrior's death you never know he lived a long life but you never know when you're gonna your time will come and he was on the bridge of of a ship trying to defend and trying to help his cause so i think that's pretty you know admirable for someone i hope you enjoyed this week's episode of commander cody podcast Please enjoy all my content. Uh, I'm on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, CastBox, almost anywhere you can find podcast services. Please rate and subscribe because that does help me get to the top. Commander Cody, signing off.